It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Get to that. Great Lakes Collectors Convention. The Great Lakes Collectors Convention, presented by Greeny Sports Cars, takes over the Fieldhouse in Independence, Ohio. April 14th through the 16th, I think you all, all three of you guys will be there. Yes, sir. Uh, where the passion of sports fans, collectors, and sports talk enthusiasts collide. 50,000 square feet of ball card bliss, hundreds of display tables, card shop live theater with the interactive appearances from the region's most notable sports media guys like Adam Nabool, Jay Crawford, and Mikey McNuggets with no sauce. <laughs> great cards, <laughs> great locations, great show. Tickets on sale now at greenysportscars.com. Hey, also, we're also giving away some tickets, right, Earl? Yeah, we are giving us a, giving away some tickets. Mike, how can they get those? If you go to WKYC.com slash contests, you'll be able to enter to win a four-pack of tickets and I believe a two-pack of VIP passes to come hang out with us at the Independence Fieldhouse for the Great Lakes Collectors Convention. We'll tweet out the link as well. Also, coming up in overtime, we got more viewer questions, but we got a new way to tell you about overtime. Steve, hit it. Attention all Cleveland sports fans. Are you tired of missing out on exclusive content and behind the scenes conversations? The Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show has got you covered. For less than $2 a month, you can become a Starters Tier member. You get custom emojis and badges that other people don't have. Or upgrade to the Big Time Coaches Tier. For less than 5 bucks a month, you get all the exclusive overtime content, things that those other suckers are not getting. Don't miss out on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show experience. Our 12 o'clock hour is presented to you by Carla Grayson. Our lunch hour of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show is brought to you by our NASCAR team, official NASCAR team of Northeast Ohio, back-to-back Xfinity wins. This This is something's building there, isn't it? Tell us about it. Yeah, so on here, we just go ahead and do the report now. Give me one second. Oh, boy. They won again. They won again. Yeah, they won again. So they were in Richmond, Virginia this weekend. The Xfinity Series Toyota Care. And what is that like? That's a small track, right? Yeah. 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 It's very small track. One of the I think it's like zero point seven miles. Yeah. So Chandler Smith uh, won his first ever Xfinity race, and he led a race high eighty three laps. Damn. Bringing home the uh, victory for Carlick Racing. That's back to back Xfinity wins. Nice. Derek Cross finished tenth. And Daniel Hamrick finished 11. So it was a solid day in the Xfinity Series for Carlick Racing. Not so good on Sunday. Yeah, the big boy circuit was, they took it on the team. Yeah, the Toyota Owners 400 didn't really treat us that great. A.J. Allmendinger finished uh, 27th, and Justin Haley finished 31st. Yeah, that's a rough day. NASCAR's off this week due to Easter weekend. They resumed uh, the week after that at Martinsville. Oh, good. You like that track? That's another short one, right? I love short tracks. Yeah. Martinsville, Bristol. Uh, Richmond, I love all the short tracks. Yeah, there's a lot of it's it's exciting, a lot of racing going on. All right, um, so we we got to talk Cavs. Um, it By was the way, real quick before weekend. we talk Cavs, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I I'm going to admit that I paid for the stupid Twitter blue. You did? I did. Bad You're job. The only you. person I've met so far. <laughs> I keep asking people, are you going to pay? No, hell no. They didn't did strip mine. I still why, have mine. Why did you? I was just like, 
I, you know, I use it to promote my podcast and stuff like that. And I don't want, you know, I'm like, it's not that what, much what, money. What do you pay? $9 a month? I paid a one, one time fee for oh. a year. Oh, I didn't even know you could do that. You get it a little cheaper. It was like 70 something dollars. Yeah. I was like, I, I felt like an idiot, but I was like, I, oh, I, so know. forever. No, it's oh, for a year. Oh, for a year. Yeah. So yeah. So that's what about six bucks a month. I, I, I think it is. I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, six fifty. Six bucks would be yeah, seven. I don't, I don't, whatever it was. A, I was like, I don't know. I'd see, and then I'm reading. Everybody's up and on. Listen, I think <coughs> Elon Musk is a putz, and I think Twitter's been crappy since he took it over. But I use it, and that's how I promote my podcast and everything well, I'm doing. So you know, I decided. To, like, I I can't get worked up. It's not like it's that much money. Uh, I think it sucks. I think you should have to have some level of now, credibility let me, let me ask you this. to get it. What but, do you get with that? I don't even understand uh, what, what you get with according the According to what Elon says, yeah. I don't if believe you pay for Twitter Blue, you yeah. will be put on other people's timeline who don't follow you. And if you don't pay for Twitter Blue, you're strictly stuck to the people who like you follow. Like, who knows Twitter what's true? I don't even know if I believe it. As opposed to new Twitter where it's just the 40 yeah. page. I don't know if I believe any of it, I but I said, you know, it's 70-something dollars. I use it so infrequently you don't now. I just, yeah, I, I, mine is still there. I just looked. I don't I know why. I feel like I need to promote. So you know, I use it to promote. Why? No idea. So let's, I'm going to admit it, and I don't care. Let's I, talk Cavs, though. I don't know why people got so yeah, aggravated Yeah, let's talk Cavs. Big up a tale of two weekends. A tale of two, yeah, games has. Games over the weekend. Friday um, is leaving such a bitter taste in my mouth. It's like last night didn't even happen. Um, I, w- I did like the fact that in the fourth quarter when last night the Cavs played great defense, they came back and won. They were down most of the game yeah. until yeah. the fourth quarter. Indy was I trying just, to lose. I'm so. not going to lie, guys. I did not watch yesterday's game. I was watching baseball all day anything. long. You no. didn't miss anything. I didn't think it was worth watching. Did you watch Friday? I, I did a little bit, but I didn't that, watch the whole thing. That has me really that concerned. Has, that, that's a bigger that, to I me. I, I are think, you concerned, though? It doesn't uh, yeah. matter. I mean, it's really well, My money right now would pick the Knicks in the series. I'm not going that far, but and we've talked this, and you and Jay are – Differing on the opinion. You said the games early in the season against Boston have no relevance to a playoff series. I don't think anything in the regular season has anything You, on the playoffs. other hand, have said you do believe that Some. them playing. So if we're going to keep that same energy for the Cavs having positive momentum against right. Boston, we Which have is to. why I'm being consistent we have, here. Exactly. Yeah. We have to do address the fact. No, the for Knicks, the series. I'm, I'm looking at it for the series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That the Knicks came into Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse yeah. without Julius Randle. Now, granted, the Cavs yeah. didn't have a Kuro and Jared Allen, but Randle's their second best player. Yeah, Allen I thought it, I thought they were missing more than court. we were missing. To be fair, and Jalen Brunson put on an absolute offensive display. Now he made some tough shots, but I went. I watched every bucket oh, he, he made. He was he was great. Are you right? they, the Cavs threw everything at him. Of his ten, of his eighteen made shots, he made one in open transition. So he made seventeen shots with a legitimate primary defender on him. Five against Levert. Five against Stevens, four against Mitchell, and three when he got switched on to Mobley. And why is that so troubling? Well, A, Randall's not on the court, so you knew he was option number one. And B, that's exactly right. We know Garland can't guard him. They didn't no. even attempt to put Garland on him in this game. Right. They, did, they said, we, that's a bad matchup. We're not even going to try that. Who else do you have? If he's going to score, now, Grant, he made some tough shots, and those shots aren't always going to fall. He was 7 of 12 from three, 18 of 32 from the floor. He was wow. unbelievable. But he made shots when they switched on to Mobley. They tried Stevens and Levert, who have size advantages galore over him. And Mitchell, who is, we do need to play defense in the Is it possible playoff, that to some degree the Cavs sandbag the game and just tried a bunch of things to see what they think might work for the playoffs? That's always possible, possible, but it didn't look but, like – to me, it looked like they wanted to win. It did, I didn't think that they were, you know, mailing it in. Well, but everybody always wants to win. When you're on the court, you want to win. I get it. But, well, I think they tried a lot of different things defensively, yeah. and I think nothing worked. So – there, there's nothing. 
confidence level? Where are you, JB? Ver- I think Tibbs is one of the best. Tibbs is a good playoff coach. I, I think he's a great coach, yeah. uh, particularly when it comes to close and late d- d- designing sets that for one possession. Yeah. I think he's I think he's above average, and I am just not sold on JB. Uh, I, listen, I, I'm not saying hit the panic meter. I'm just saying the Cavs try Chase a lot hit the of panic meter. The no, Cavs try a lot of right now things. though. I, I do think that. I, I, well, you are because you're saying that that one game changed your opinion on who's going to win the series. No, it didn't. I'm, I, I, what happened in, in the course of the season? Knicks, Cavs. Right, but going into I, this game, you were leaning towards picking the Cavs, and now you're it picking was the- super, super close for me. Okay. In fact, yeah. I have said all along my my fear is that this, this yes. team's going to be one and done, and if that happens, this season was not a success. Yes. No, by no by no measure was this is this going to be a success if we get, you know, God forbid. You know, you lose four-one. I'm not. I'm not predicting that. I think it could go seven. It could go the distance. But I'm not sure that the Cavs can pull this out. After watching what I saw on Friday, I I think it's a bad matchup for the Cavs. I don't think it's a great matchup, but I'm not sure they're a great matchup with any team in in the Eastern Conference, the top tier of the Eastern Conference. And no, that's not a knock on are. the Cavs, but they don't have a guy at the three position to give them enough scoring punch to. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Coincide for the fact that defensively, that's what they really need their perimeter defenders because as we know, Mitchell and Garland there's aren't great defenders. Like That's, that's yeah. not an opinion, that's just a, a fact. It is it, what it, it is. It is what it is. Now, yeah. Mitchell has shown at times he can play defense, and maybe in the postseason he'll get locked up. But last year, would you take the? Are you going to take the Knicks in the series? Uh, I still lean towards the Cavs. They have home court advantage. Yeah. I don't think Randall is going to be fully healthy for that that series. Yeah. And I think what Brunson did was unbelievable, but I don't think it's sustainable. And the I don't think it's, I don't think that's sustainable either. And I the Cavs will have home court advantage. And the Cavs will have Josh Allen back. And Josh. Yeah. Uh, Jared Allen. <laughs> Jared Allen, Allen back. And Okoro, now, they get Josh Allen. I'm definitely picking him in. Which which does which which helps obviously. So I'm not freaking out over Friday's game, but I do think. There were some things I saw defensively from the Cavs in that to make me go, they got to change some stuff up yeah. if they're going to win. And to Bull's point, it might have been an experimental game. We're going to yeah. try this. We're going to try that. We're going to try this. We know what we've done that has had success during the regular season. We'll lean heavily on that. We don't want to show that in our last regular yeah. season game right. against them. By so the way, definitely some of that. In protest, on. I will not watch any, a single second of any NBA game until the playoffs start now. You're not, done. You're not interested not, in the I'm back-to-back done. games in Orlando? No, not interested. Yeah, me either. I'm yeah, not I'm watching not any of these They're games. locked in. I mean, it's the four. Yeah. Yeah, they're it. locked in the four. They're locked yeah. in. Their so. magic number is one to clinch home court advantage. So they still yeah. either need to win one more game or New or York has to next, lose one more. Yeah. Any scenario, they clinch home court advantage, which is crucial for them. Yeah. It but is. There's no scenario that they can get the three seed. I know they're two no. and a half behind uh, Philadelphia. They Philadelphia need, lost no. yesterday. Philly's got the tiebreaker. They have the tiebreaker. So they'd have to beat Philly by a game and... They'd it, have to win all three. Philly have to lose all three. I guess technically they might still be. No, I don't even. No, think that Philly's got to have. If it's two and a half, that means Philly has to yeah. have four games. Yeah, they, they, there's an odd number of games, and Philly is play. I think Philly has four games left though, because you can't end half a game behind somebody. No, I know you can't. Oh shoot! So you're right. The, the Cavs have how many yeah. games left? Three. Yeah. So the Cavs can't do it. They're they're 
two and a half back. They two would, and a half back. I'm so the standings right now. if they lost all three, or I mean, if they won all three. No, the, the Sixers have four games left. Right. If the Sixers lose every game and the Cavs win every game, the Cavs they, would finish yes. ahead. Yes. So it's not a by fi- one game. Yes. By one game. Okay. Cavs. If the Cavs win out, they they'd finish be 52, fifty-two and thirty. Okay. And if Philly loses four, they would finish fifty-one and thirty-one. Fifty-one okay. and thirty-one. So yes. the Cavs would so have to win their last three. The Sixers would have to lose their last four. Yeah, that ain't gonna happen. So what's what sucks is the Cavs loss against the Knicks that just shouldn't have happened. Yeah. And Philly won a game that. Uh, last week, they won a game. They were losing big. They came back and ended up winning. Yeah, um, that one felt to me like the death knell. I was like, yeah, it's, pr- it's probably over now. Yeah, but I can tell you what don't suck. What's that? that? Our twelve o'clock re- uh, hour of the show is brought to you Facts. by Carla Gracie. You're right. Two time, two two in a row, Xfinity. Two in a row, victories. Xfinity, Xfinity victories. That doesn't happen very often. What is the Knicks Nets season series this year? Because that's the Nets have won a couple straight here. The uh, Knicks-Nets season series. I would imagine that the Nets might have that because of the games that they had when they were full strength with Durant and Irving. I don't know off the top of my head. I'll be completely honest. Uh, yeah, okay, they were 2-2 two and two against each other. So what's the next tiebreaker? Uh, division record. Okay, because we'll see if the Nets can catch the Knicks. Is it division record? Are you sure about that? No. Or are you just guessing? Because the Nets are only two games back of the Knicks. I know there's not many games left, but... I think the Nets only have three games left. Uh, Knicks two, have three, too. The, the Nets have four games left, and the Knicks have three games left. So possible. I mean, it's not, not impossible. Yeah. So that's, enough, you know, but pretty much the Cavs are locked into that. Yeah. You know, it feels weird, like it. Something weird would have to happen. It feels like it. You know, there you go. I don't have a ton of confidence uh, against the big three, but if I have to, if I had to see one, I think the numbers tell us we'd like to see Boston. The numbers just t- because yeah. we've won three of four, even though they were all in overtime. Yeah. I don't know. You know? I, I feel good about the Cavs playing the Knicks, but because I just, and maybe I'll be proven wrong. Certainly. I just feel like regular season. They want to convince us the regular season matters. I think the regular it season doesn't. is meaningless. And they prepare for the playoffs totally different than the regular season. And I know Jalen Brunson had this great game, but I just don't think it matters. I'm totally ignoring it. Maybe I'll be mis- no, mistaken I, with that, but I, I, I just don't it, see it mattering. It is two different games, but a game this late in the season where you, yeah. you do know at this point in game 77, which that was, you have a good idea of who can guard who, who can't, and what do we have to do to but make sure. But you never know individual motivations at the end of the regular season and how much you think it ahead to the playoffs but, and stuff like that. And that's all true. But we do know this. Donovan Mitchell and the Knicks at least had some sort of flirtation and desire yeah. at some point. Jalen Brunson was going to New York with the thought process he'd be the second option behind Mitchell. Now he's right. number one. He wants to yeah. prove, probably not to Mitchell, but just to the world, hey, you got stuck with me, but I'm, I'm pretty yeah. damn good myself. He outscored yeah. Mitchell in that game. And that was a back-and-forth battle for the ages. Offensively, yeah. if you like good basketball. Mitchell scored 40-plus three games three in a row. Three games in a row. We're going to talk well, about Mitchell tomorrow offensively a lot. But the Cavs' defense in general has been terrible the last few games. And, and, and that's why I don't put too much stock into yeah. any regular season game because it is two different sports. The game slows down in the postseason. This goes back to Jay's point earlier, and I'm not ready to pick. I don't know how I, I, I fall on this series yet if this does come down to it. You have to run offensive plays and they get, because the game slows down so drastically from the, the regular season, and we know Tibbs can do it. I think JB can. We just haven't seen him do it yet. Yeah. And 
That doesn't mean he can't. I have seen some we things just close and late, though, it. out of JB that give me pause. We haven't seen him in the postseason, and I'm, I'm reserving the right to fully and that's fair. criticize him on his playoff coaching decisions until we've actually seen him that's in fair. the yeah. postseason. Yeah, so, that's fair. We don't, I, mean, I mean, he doesn't have a body of work no. that we can grade until, uh, until we get into this series. Um, did you want to set up the, the Tyreek Hill? We're going to turn the page to the Browns now. Did you, you wanted to set up one of the other ones. Was it the Browns no, logo? No, I'm going to do the Browns the, logo. Okay, all right. I, I, would, I couldn't remember if it was that one or Tyreek Hill. Did you guys see what Tyreek Hill told a, uh, I guess it was an autograph. An autograph yeah. guy. Who yeah. knows that, if he that, was being serious. Yeah, I, I, I wanted to see how much <coughs> stock you put into that comment because yeah. I put this much uh, yeah, into I it. Yeah, I didn't really take he it. He made a serious. comment I don't believe a, uh, to a Browns fan at an autograph show. Oh, we do have it. Okay, we can roll it then, Steve, and let everybody decide. So we have the video. We have the video and the audio. Real quick. He says, you should have paid me, bro. I wanted to go to Cleveland, yeah. essentially. Yeah. I mean, um, it's hard. Oh, got to do the Lincoln Electric. Yeah, do it. Go ahead and do the Lincoln Electric lead. Yeah, that's my bad. Lead. So going forward, our Browns talk is brought to you by Lincoln Electric. Lincoln Electric now hiring for great jobs. Yeah. And Lincoln Electric, elite manufacturers in welding. There it is. And all that stuff. Lincoln Electric, we love those guys. Great logo too, by the way. Very it is bold nice. and easy to read. Yep. Good graphic design. Um, Lincoln Electric. Yeah. What he basically was telling the Browns fan because he saw he was wearing a Deshaun Watson jersey is that, hey, I wanted to go to Cleveland. They should have paid me. Um, that's the exact quote. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. It seems I mean, if that's true, it's disappointing because Tariq Hill's a great player. We didn't hear anything about it. There was no rumors of that at all whatsoever. Doesn't mean it was. It's untrue. But I, I players want to go where the kinda, money is. I think he's just kind of talking. I do too. I it don't seem like he was. He good. saw Browns jerseys. Hey man, I wanted to go there. They should have paid me. Yeah, it's not like he came out and just said this unprompted. Right. And he wasn't a free agent. He had to be no, traded. Right. So, but. I want to throw one thing out there because this is how I, when I saw this, I got my brain thinking. Of all the receivers in the NFL, and let me preface this with this, the Browns did not have a first-round pick to trade. They weren't going to trade a second-round pick. They didn't have $120 million to give Tyreek Hill. This was never going oh, to happen. They certainly did have that money to give Tyreek Hill. Well, they already paid, already paid Watson, though. Well, but they could have paid Tyreek Hill. Are the Bengals, in theory, can't, can they pay Joe Burrow? And but they'd have a first-round pick to trade for Hill at the time. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I yeah, disagree I mean, it with wasn't the money. Gonna happen. I'm, I'm, so, I'll preface that. There's not a receiver in the NFL that fits Deshaun Watson's skill set better with his own skill set than Tyreek Hill. Those two, in theory, I mean, are the I don't perfect know. I'd take Steph Diggs. I'd tell, there's a number I, of guys I'd I'd still take. rather have Chase or Jefferson than, than No. Well, first of all, they're younger than well, Hill. But, but I'm saying just skill set wise. They're not as big as scumbag. They're not scumbags like Hill. Yeah, I mean they never. But you yeah, know, you I'm traded for Watson, so I guess it doesn't matter. But but um, <laughs> yeah, all bets are off now. You know, not whatever. But you throw you throw that in as a tiebreaker. I, I, I didn't get mean what you're saying when I heard it because he's the fastest receiver. And the one thing that differentiated in my mind Hill with some other guys, and maybe it's because I watch the Chiefs so much because they're always on national TV. As soon as the play broke down, that kinetic energy or Kenosis thinking between Mahomes and Hill on You're where to go on the scrimmage. Right I'm on the set. I can do whatever I want yeah. now. I'm not behind the glass. No, I'm unhinged. It, yeah. yeah, the kinetic energy Kenosis, the twin syndrome thought. As I soon know as Mahomes got out of the pocket, they were always on the same him page. And Hill were on the exact same page, and we talked last year. What did Watson? What does Watson do? Right, but that's do chemistry. You're not going to necessarily have chemistry with the guy you haven't played with. Facts. It didn't happen the second he started but playing with Mahomes. We do know that part of the reason they went out and got Elijah Moore this offseason, part of the reason they're at least flirting with Odell Beckham Jr. How 
real those are. I don't think, I don't think they're flirting with him at no. all. They need a receiver who can freestyle when the play breaks down, which we saw last year. I know there's not a ton of chemistry between right. Watson and his guys. DPJ's not a great quote-unquote freestyler when the play breaks right. down. Amari Cooper yeah, but isn't any a precision of the, route runner. Any of the elite receivers are. So yes, any but, of but I'm guys. saying I've watched Hill enough to know that that is yeah, something sure. he does it, That is a strong well. suit, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. No so doubt. I looked at the numbers, and just for fun, because why not? Yeah. Back in 2019, on deep passes, according to PFF, Watson had a 93-grade, uh, 11 touchdowns, 3 interceptions. In 2018, he had a 98.2 PFF grade on deep passes down Jeez. the left sideline, which is where Tyreek Hill does the most of his work. So I just put numbers no? together. Yeah, I'd, love to I'd love it to is, see them. I'd love to see them in the it's same It's the offense. perfect matchup. The it's never going to happen. I don't buy, I, they had the money. If they, You could always find a way, but they didn't have the trade assets to go get yeah, Tyreek. They, 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 they don't have Once he traded for yet. Watson... Um, I, I disagree with Mike a little bit on that? that, but just based on the numbers you said, I don't think Tyreek Hill's uh, skill set kind of separates him because Will Fuller doesn't have the same skill set as Tyreek Hill, and he was the primary target on a lot of Watson's deep balls. So I think a guy like a Jamar Chase or or Justin Jefferson or any of the top five wide receivers would do just well with the Well, Watson. what you want when a quarterback has the deep ball is his strength because oftentimes those breakdowns aren't deep balls. Oftentimes the receiver is running back to the line of scrimmage on breakdowns. Uh, on what, breakdowns, but yes. When you, yes. when you think about a quarterback that's an elite quarterback on deep balls, which Watson clearly is, you want two things, a guy that can separate and a guy that's going to win 50-50 balls. And I, I don't know that – Tyreek Hill necessarily is going to win a lot of 50-50 balls. He's not, you know, he's not huge. He's pretty he's good not in those using his size though. and position like a Justin Jefferson does. Yeah, I'm not I think Jamar Chase is I'm not taking any right now. If I'm starting a team, it's Jefferson and Chase, every and then everybody else. Yeah, there is pretty, to me. I I mean, mean, I'm not going to argue. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I just think now would the Browns be better with Tyreek Hill? Hell yeah, <laughs> of course they would. <laughs> I mean, I'd love to see it, but it was had, never I mean, going to happen. I mean, if you had Tyreek Hill and Amari Cooper, I mean, that would be. Yeah, pretty special. But it's, um, I don't think that was ever realistic, and I don't think no, the Browns I, were I, ever. I, I don't think I don't think the Browns were ever going to be trade for him because they gave up first round picks to get him. Guys, a one, first and a second. Yeah, one of the or, things that's yeah. standing out to me about Andrew Barry as we as we're figuring out what kind of player he likes, um, it's obvious to me, and I know the Mari Cooper thing notwithstanding, because that was a different deal altogether. The deal was there to be made. You're not going to not make that deal because mm-hmm. it took so little to get him. But one of the things that I feel like Andrew Barry is is infatuated with is speed at the receiver position. Um, you really? Know, the, the, well, look at Schwartz. And he had no wide receiver skill set. Yeah, but I don't he know. He had I mean, speed. Cooper doesn't have Marquise big speed. Goodwin? David Bell doesn't well, have a good no, speed. But what is Marquise Goodwin? Well, now, now I think he's making up for what is Elijah Moore? in that. Well, well now he's I think that's. But. I think his inclination is to go after the fast guy. And I don't know that. That's always yeah, the DPJ best play. Did he draft not. DPJ? Or was that? No, he drafted DPJ. Yeah. But like yeah. DPJ and Bell are guys that are. They're slow. Not Slower. Guys, I yeah. mean, but I just look at the Schwartz thing. I'm trying to, I'm trying but to he was make the sense only, of that. I, that was the only guy well, that I he think took that was a speed Goodwin, receiver. Goodwin is clearly but until a speed now, I know, but until now, that was the only speed. And Goodwin's like a, an extra guy. I mean, he didn't spend any money on him. He I, is, but it was an, it was, it's a guy that he went out and felt strongly enough to go get. Yes. Right. There are other guys you could feel strongly about and say, I'm going to go get these guys. I know, but, but DPJ, Amari Cooper, and Bell are all not right, speed guys. But Moore, Schwartz, and Goodwin are. I know, but you're saying he only wants speed guys. It's, no, I didn't yeah. say that. I, I said I think he's infatuated with the speed. I don't think he's any more infatuated he, than any other GM. I, I don't mean, know. He, he, I don't know. It just he seems had like done his nothing. last moves this year, yeah. the last two, to bring in these wide receivers. There were other guys that were available. 
Like I thought, you know, Hunter Renfro could have been had, I think, if the if the if the deal was right. And instead, the guys that were brought in, and I'm not yeah. I, I think Moore's gonna be fine. I do. I think he's gonna be better with the Browns than he was in New York. But I think Goodwin is a guy that clearly upgrades your speed as a unit. If yeah. he ends up making this team, I don't think Schwartz will. I think it's one right. of the two. Right, but Goodwin's an, I, to me is an afterthought. I don't think that's an obsession with speed because that's an afterthought with a lot. I mean, Elijah Moore has speed because you want to have one receiver that's going to play that has speed. None yeah. of his other top guys have speed. Yeah. And I, in my opinion, I, and I again, I came around on Hunter Renfro, but I think I think Elijah Moore's got more upside than Hunter Renfro, <coughs> and which is why I think he went in that direction. I guess we'll see as time goes by. We will. Yeah, I would like. To, I still would like to see Hunter Renfro in this offense. I would like to are, see. Are you completely like that. closing the door on that possibility? Pretty much. I, I think yeah, so. Yeah. I think now. I think now. You know, again, we we talked about the whack-a-mole scenario that he was faced this offseason. He's knocked the defensive line moles down for now. Let's see. Let's see how this yeah. this group plays. I also think he's addressed the wide receiver core. I I think that you know, and I don't know how much impact a rookie linebacker can have, particularly that's going to come that late in the draft and with this particular linebacking uh, class. So I don't know how much inroad you're going to make during the draft on that, but that's clearly the next area that he has to focus on. He hasn't yeah. done enough work in, in, well, in the linebacking core. They could end up with a second round pick. I mean, they got enough enough, enough ammunition. <laughs> if they want to trade back in the second round, they'll be able to do it. I yeah. bet so they maybe do, they by get the way. A, I wouldn't be surprised because I don't think they want to draft eight guys. They can't. They don't have the uh, roster spots for eight guys. Yeah. They, they so you around. realistically hope three to four guys can make this yeah. team. That's right. Rookies. So if, if that's the realistic situation, and if you have to package use a, some of your picks a bunch and of third, up. fourth, fifth rounders yeah. to yep. move up to the second round, and there'll be a trade available. And they've been very good at doing that. Well, yeah. they've moved more down the draft and up. Yeah, but, yes, but that's to get draft collateral. Right. So now, now they that they have, have that capital and you don't have the need roster-wise, your roster is pretty much full. Yeah. You might have three to four spots. So instead of taking a wild goose chase on six or seven, package right. them up, go up higher in the draft, get the guy that you think can make the difference at linebacker. Because I still think that right now that's our glaring. Yeah, on right? paper, that's the biggest, I mean, that's you, the worst paper, unit yeah. by yeah. far. There's yeah. no depth. Yeah, there's and nothing. They, there's have, really no standout. I don't, know? I'm I not Walker's even sure you have any starters, any definitive starters. Well, Walker's Walker's your best linebacker and he's okay. Oh, he's coming off injury, so I mean, right. I don't know what still he, all your line, those guys are. God, he better be a starter. All their I mean, linebackers are coming off injuries. Yeah. No, but I'm saying I don't know if they have any starters that like are not starters only because you have I to see start saying, somebody yeah, on other teams. Yeah, on right. Other teams. So I, I, I think like if we get to the second round, and whether it's maybe it's a defensive lineman, but maybe it, well, for our argument's sake, let's say there's a linebacker. They're like, this guy's really good. We're at 47 in the draft. We're not picking until whatever 74. they picked in 74. We better use even if they have to use three picks to move four picks. Yeah, they're I'm okay with picks. that. Who cares? I'd rather them be aggressive to target a player they yes, specifically they, like right. in the second round. I mean, they don't have enough ammunition to move to the first round. I'd love for them to get back in there. They just right. not trading threes for a one. No, but no, no, no. if they like someone at 50, 52, yeah, I'd rather them go move get up, that guy. trade four, five, like. They only I don't have know about I five. I, I'm okay with three but picks, it, packaging three. But you know, you know what I'm saying? Use use the ammunition you have to go get a player you really like yeah. higher in the draft than swinging. I don't want to say miss, but take swings on a bunch yeah. of guys later that have a much yeah, lower. The later you go in the draft, the less likely you are to yeah. hit. I mean, that's yeah. just the yeah. way it is. And they should find dance partners because there are teams that have a lot of needs. Yeah, they need they, they sure. need yeah. the picks. Sure. Right, so right, right, hopefully right. they can pack. And some you of might those even have to give together. away a second round pick next year as part of a deal, depending on how high you want to move up. I, by all, I, I haven't read extensively on this, but everything I've read tends 
I, I, next year's draft class overall seems to be better. Scouts are more excited about next year than this year. Not at all positions, but overall talent. There's three quarterbacks that if you listen to Mel Kuyper, Tom McShay, we'll find out well, in these five things years. always change. But I'm saying, yeah. we'll find out in five years that yeah. there's three quarterbacks they say would be taken ahead of any of the quarterbacks in this draft the, class. Right. And if it was from a wide receiver level. standpoint, like everybody's salivating over Harrison. He's a stud. Right, right, right. He's a yeah. pencil. You know, I think, pencil, I think there are a lot of uh, – the general consensus is next year's draft is better. So I would want to – plus, I just – I'm not a fan of trading away all your high capital. Like, we don't have a first no. this year. We don't have a first next yeah. year. No. We do still have next year's second. That's the highest we're going to pick in the next two drafts. Right. Yeah. I hope they hold on to that one because at some point you're going to need that stud. I hear you, but ultimately, if you if you have a player you got you feel like you got to get in the second round this year Go and the price – Go is the him. second rounder next year, then, then you do it. it if you have to. If it's the perfect fit. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm with, with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This window is, is win now. And I, I know we keep – not we, but I know a lot of people want to say this, they have this prolonged window. No, this, I don't. This contract – Well, the, the problem is, for the Browns, like, listen, in general, I think as long as you have a great quarterback, and if Deshaun Watson gets back to being a great quarterback, you, you, have you a always have a chance. But However, Antonio's because, getting older. Well, but the problem with the Browns compared to some of the other teams with great quarterbacks is they have done so – at best, mediocre in the draft. Yes. That they haven't, like, that's the key because I don't think the Chiefs are looking at it as a small window because Patrick Mahomes is making a ton of money, but they've done so well in the draft that they have a lot of guys who are cheap right now. It's the now. Guardians factor. Yeah, exactly. They're going to develop and draft exactly. extremely well. You have to. So you can you can lean on that. Th- this idea that you can't keep winning with an expensive quarterback is baloney. No, no, no. That's, but that's, that's no, not, that's once that's you I'm have saying. the expensive quarterback, you have to be excellent yes, with your yes. it puts a, It puts a priority on that. Huge. That's where the Bengals have done really, yes. really yes. well. And that's what, the and Chiefs the, have done well. And that's where the Browns must yes. immediately turn it yes. around. I mean, you, you can pay other – if you're paying a quarterback top dollar, yes. you can pay other positions top dollar. Kelsey's making top money. Right. Jawan Taylor for the Chiefs. But you've got to have yeah. folks on rookie but contracts that are contributing. You have to have the bottom of the roster, and by bottom, I mean that – Payroll bottom. Yeah. Yes. Well, you have to have guys on rookie deals. That's why the Chiefs were able to win. Yes. They've got the perfect blend – of superstar quarterback, yes. right? Other Kelsey is an elite player. They have some elite linemen. They have some yeah. other elite players. But when you have the number of rookies starting that they do, it's six last year. Six. Look at right. what that does to your play, payroll right. flexibility. And, and the Browns don't have that, by the way. And when you're good, you can let some of those rookies. Like the Chiefs had a bunch of rookies that played, but a lot of times you could have those guys sit and learn. Yeah. And then they play the next year, and you let the veteran walk because you don't want to pay him. And the, that's Juan what they Thornhill. did with Juan Thornhill. Yep. You know, I mean, and that's what the Bengals are doing at safety as well. So, like, th- you got to make those choices. Eventually, there are some tough choices, but you don't want to give up your best players. Right. But those second-tier players, you got to be able to replace them with young, cheaper and, and players. And I think your point is Garrett's getting up there. Older. Chubb is getting up there. You know, they're, these are guys that if they're not at the peak of their prime right now, they're really close. Yeah. Age-wise. Yeah, another two, three years, Nick Chubb's probably not going to be that good. That's just the way it works at running back. Sadly, you're right. Yeah, and, I and mean, maybe end. he'll be the anomaly, but most running backs, once they get to their late 20s, start to decline. The, the average career looks a lot like Zeke's. I mean, of, 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 a running an, back. of an elite guy. Yeah. yeah. The guys like, you know, Thurman Thomas had an extended career. Emmett. Uh, Emmett Smith played forever. Yeah. But you've got to keep your body in shape. Derek you've got to work. Of it. Did you guys see the workout videos yeah, of Derrick Henry? It's stupid. Yeah. It, it's, it's, I, I don't it's think stupid. I've seen a workout. There were eight different clips. It's I don't so think stupid. I've seen anything more impressive. <laughs> it's so stupid. And I've sent it to guys that are workout warriors, and they're like, holy shit, I'm tired just watching that. It, it, that's stupid. Yeah. 
That guy's he's, he's a, a horse. Yeah. And now you know why he gets stronger in the game in the fourth quarter. And Nick Chubb's another guy. I yeah. mean, yeah. I know that they don't like to use him more than 17 carries, but Chubb's a guy that's impressive in the weight room, too. Yeah. I'd like to see what he could do with six or seven carries in the fourth and, quarter. And maybe Chubb will last a year or two longer than Henry because he's taken, you know. He, maybe. In the grand scheme yeah. of things, Nick Chubb still has a lot of carries compared yeah. to most running backs. You're right, yeah. But most not as much running backs. But, but most, but not as much as, as, as Derrick Henry. So yeah. maybe he'll last a little longer. We'll see. Do you all think he's the anomaly? Uh, like, I, I hope so. People, I hear a lot of people say, you know, Chubb is getting older. Chubb is going to wear down. I've always had this 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 take. Uh, I think he's in that class with Adrian Peterson. I hope so. I think There's he's no way to know. Forward. I mean, I think yeah. he's got. I think he. I think he's that good. Well, the one thing. Would like, you have thought that? Uh, I don't think it has to do necessarily with how good you are. I mean. Le'Veon Bell was as good as any back in the league, and he went off the well, cliff. I, I, Sean Alexander, MVP, two years later, out of the league. Cliff, yeah. it, it I, I will say this, though. An- injuries plays a huge part. Injury, I mean, you, you can't predict it. Um, you can do certain things to prevent them, and when I see Derrick Henry doing the things that he's doing, the lateral pulls that he was doing, I'm like, that's, that's strengthening everything in your core, your knees down. So there's things that you can do, and Derrick Henry's clear, clearly doing it. We know that Nick Chubb is a freak in the weight room and spends a lot of time there. It's guys like that that are, you know, here's what an athlete once told me. Oh, no, that's, that's just par for the course. That's called changing the oil every 3,000 miles. I thought yeah. that was funny. It's preventative maintenance. Yeah. It's getting in there and doing the work. So I don't know that Alexander wasn't a guy that didn't put in the work. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he was. but And there are guys that put in the work that flame out after yeah. four years. I, but I, Walter I, Payton, we, his – off-season workouts were legendary, and he did it for a very long time I mean, at maybe a very Nick, high level. I think, you know, could Nick Chubb be a guy who's still good at 30, 31? He could be. Yes. But I could. think in your mind as a team, you have to assume that once a running back hits 30 the latest, he's not going to be the same yeah. guy. Yeah, well, typically he, they rarely are. Even if he's still good, he won't be. I mean, Nick Chubb is playing at a Hall of Fame level. Yes. You know, so I, I can't. I, he's going to turn, I believe, 28. Towards the end of the season He's in December, 26, that's and that's correct. why I bring right. he yeah. he and Garrett up together. Yeah, yeah. like you just don't know where the peak is, where is yeah. the prime years. And defensive I think they're to in it, too. but I think you know I don't know that they're closer to the end of those prime years than to the beginning. But statistics tell us that to expect this kind of performance four years from now from both guys, it would be defying the odds. And I hope we're all wrong. I, Wait, I hope we're wrong, but there's I hope the odds are wrong. Until we're in 2027, we honestly won't know. Just give us the Super Bowl before then, and we won't yeah. have to worry. Yeah, then about it won't matter. It. Okay, awesome. so this is a t- this is a hot topic. I hadn't thought of this. I don't know where you came up with this, but I'm going to let you set it up because when you sent it, I looked at it like, wait, what? Is there a push to do this? All right, so we all know G is out, and when G went out, I got a chance to. I, I filled in for him on Saturday. Yeah. And before I filled in, it was last minute. I'm searching for content, and I see something that just struck a nerve. People went crazy about this. I said that the Browns should adapt a real primary logo. I feel like the orange helmet is associated with a rich winning culture. That history of Browns that won four NFL championships, yeah. etc. My issue is all <coughs> of that went to Baltimore with the Ravens. Since 99, the Cleveland no, Browns. Didn't. I mean, the name and the colors well, and the uniform Just hit me out, stayed. Jay. Just hit me out. Okay. The, the, the culture of winning. Went oh, to Baltimore. That went to Baltimore with the Ravens. So yeah, we kept the name, the colors, and, and the records, and that, all that is cool. But that orange helmet with no logo, 
that was for people that was winning championships. That was for Hall of Fame players. And then if you look at this team since 1999, we've had two owners. We've had 10 general managers. We have 12 head coaches, including <laughs> interim head coaches. They've changed everything else. So it was just a thought that I had. So I I'm see. asking you all. Do you think the Browns should adapt a real logo? Okay, before we answer, I know that you're posing the question, what's your answer? I Sounds so. like you're thinking they should. I think so for a few different reasons. I think just like it went from Cleveland Brown Stadium to First Energy Stadium, you're making money off of naming rights. I think that the younger generation can identify more with the team that has a logo. And I think they can do a lot with merchandise sales. Not that they do bad in that department now. Where I, I wonder where do they rank? It. I wonder where the Browns rank in merchandise sales. Probably varies year to year. I would guess it would be real low. Oh, yeah. Just because they're not a winner. I have no idea. Earl. And the colors are ugly. Yeah, now the Raiders have very little to lean on recently, but they've got they're they've got a logo that's badass. The black and, and silver so, scheme is badass. Well, it's like when the Nets went to Brooklyn. They weren't good. They hadn't been good in 14 years by that point. Right. But they were the number one selling merchandise thing because it's black and white. It's simple. It matches with literally everything. And right. Brooklyn black is and white cool, hot, though. Yeah, I mean, it's a cool logo. And So, would you know. be for it, Bull? I absolutely think so. But um, A name change you know, I and a logo change? I wouldn't not change a name the change? name. No, I, I wouldn't change the name. But I, I think you should have a logo. Like, just having the house. Now, listen. I didn't grow up born and raised on the team. Yeah. So I don't think on this particular subject, my opinion should matter as much as someone that grew up a, a, a diehard Browns fan. What if fan. this question was but, around the Bengals? But, I, I mean, I like the Bengals colors and they have a logo. So like, but if, if, if I had grown up a Browns fan, I think I'd have the same opinion. But I think the logo sucks. I think the colors suck. I wouldn't change the name of the team because yeah. I, I do like that. But I would change, I would adds another color into the mix. I know I know G has talked about gunmetal gray. Yeah. I think that would look really cool. Having a real logo, whatever you want it to be, I think would and be good. And the elf good. doesn't count, does well, it? No. So that, that and was... by the way, like just one other thing. Like and I know our man um a Cam in Canada. He's a huge fan of the show. Tweets at us all the time, blah blah blah. I'm sorry. And if you're 70, 80 years old, you're going to get angry at me. I don't care about the pre-Super Bowl championships. Yeah, few nope. do. Nobody pays attention well, to those. Few even remember them now. There were the and the I'm a- 57 and I wasn't even right. born and yet. And those champ and they won four championships in the AAFC or whatever what the hell whatever the hell it was called back yeah. then. There was no teams even when they even when they won NFL championships there was only like 14 teams. Yeah. It's a totally different thing. It's not equivalent to winning a championship. I'm not going to completely dismiss it. Yeah. It happened. It's part of history. But like Cam but likes to be If that's the, what you're hanging your hat on. I know Cam that's goes, a sad He state. goes on Twitter he's like we're the eight-time champion brand. No, no. nobody looks we nobody looks at us no. like the eight-time no, champion. No. I do appreciate Cam's enthusiasm. I love Cam. Yeah, and he loves dude, me yeah. so I got to love him but you know. Uh, so <laughs> Like, well, I'm not a Cleveland native yeah. by nature, but I do like swag and, yeah. you know. I so, think, name change or not? Yeah. I, no, I'm not changing the name. Browns is sticking 100%. Yeah, I'm, right. I, I do think the fact that there isn't a logo is a little odd. And I know there's history and tradition that. And once I think again, it's lame. It's time to make a change. I just think when you look at swag and merchandise, you need to have something. And I know that it's, just the, it's the empty helmet, and I get that. And I don't like the elf is a prime. I think the elf's perfectly fine as a secondary logo as it currently is. But like, I want a bulldog. I, I want something that you could put on a hat that's the, just. The Yankees don't have one. 
But, but at least they have. A, but the Yankees but they, is, yes, there, they is a traditional does. winning organization. What about Penn State? Wait, no, Penn State has well, a logo. The Yankees it's have a logo. And the Yankees, the NOI. I, I'm saying, yeah. like, what is a Brown? I don't know. You want to change the name of the team? No, I don't. But I can understand why there's a lot of people that say. The, the, the voices that I hear outside of Cleveland, yeah. they're like, you guys are never going to be good. You don't even know what you are. Yeah. And I say, well, what, what does that have to do with being good? Well, apparently it has everything to do with being good because you guys don't have a winning identity. Well, in my stand-up, I made fun of the fact that like, the what Browns is a Brown. Yeah. What is a Brown? But I, like, I, feel like, like I know no, what a Yankee is. I know what a Nittany yeah. Lion is. But like, I know swa- what, Swagger's the official team mascot. He's a What is ball. a Nittany I don't know what a Nittany Lion is. What is a Nittany it's Lion? A it's a Lion. It's a Mountain Lion. Yeah. Lion. yeah yeah. Why a Nittany Lion? What is that? I'm not sure. But what, just to what, differentiate from being a Lion. Because, like, the Everson Lions and the Penn State Lions, that was not. So, they're the Nittany Lions. Yeah, well, but like I don't know, I I don't know a, what Nittany But what's Nittany? From. I don't know. Is that a kind of Lion? <laughs> I, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. I don't hey, know. Google, what the hell's Nittany? Yeah. The hell's is what Nittany? Is I don't know what that is either. Nittany but, I, you know, look, I don't, I don't know how I feel about this. I mean, on one hand, I, I'm wearing a Guardian sweatshirt. Right. I was not in favor of changing the team name. I, I, I thought that, you know, why would you wash all that history around? You know, I got the answer, by the what way. What is it? Do you guys want to know what it is? It's, yeah, it's, I'm guessing it's a, a kind of lion. It's an eastern mountain lion okay. that comes from the local mountain in, in that area of in, Pennsylvania okay. called Mount Nittany. Okay. So oh, okay. Now we know. Mount now we yeah. know. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so I don't, know that I, I, I don't know that I would necessarily be in favor of a name change, but I will say... It's it's really hard. I, I talked about LeBron's funny rant one time about the the color scheme. Right. Um, and he was he was half kidding, but I don't think you know he wanted to upset Browns fans. But he was like, "You ever you ever do you have brown and orange in your closet? Right. At all? That's not Cleveland Browns. I no. do now. Yeah, but it's because it's Cleveland Browns merchandise. Yeah. He said yes. If he goes, I don't know of anybody that's not a Browns fan that has brown and orange in their no. wardrobe. And would you ever pair the two together? Like, has anyone ever dressed in all brown and all orange that wasn't for a Browns game, looked in the mirror before they went out and said, man, now this is the look I'm going for. Right. Tyvis no. has. This is the look. Maybe Tyvis? Tyvis would. Yeah. Tyvis I don't would. know. I well, mean, it's not, it just this, doesn't Jay. go together. How do you – you didn't like, you didn't want the, the team, the, the, the Indians, to change to the Guardians? I did not. Do you feel less – bothered by it now than you did when it first happened? I'm, I'm Like everything else, I'm just getting more and more used to and it. And that's just what that's what happens, but, right? Uh, but I'll, Yeah, it is. It, right. And, and all For the people said, people. I'm never going to watch a game again, you lie. Yes, Because right. as soon as the Guardians made the playoffs, they right. watched. Most they people didn't tell come their around. friends they watched, but they watched. Most people come around. So, yeah. like, I think, th- my guess is a lot of, or much like a lot of other things, I bet a lot of our young fans would love to see the change. Yeah. And a lot of the older fans are like, don't mess with it. Yeah, you. because, I, I, again, it's your identity, it's, your tie to the team is yeah. history. Right. That's it. Yeah. I mean, if we were – imagine if we had to pick a new team every year. Right. Like, yeah. you can't pick the Bengals now. You've had yeah. the Bengals. Every year I got to pick another your team. team now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, we – that history right. means more to us the older we get. That's why yeah. the younger fans are like, who gives a rat's ass? Right. I've been a fan five years. I don't care. And, and let me preface something yeah. with all this. Let's say they were to go make some sort of change, adapt the logo. Yeah. It does not always mean for the better. Look at the Washington Redskins to football team. I don't think anyone in Washington likes well, the Well, now they're the commander. Now. No, I don't, saying, I don't think anyone. I don't but now, that's a different story. Nobody's talking about changing the name. No, no, no. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. to and a, by the way, to a, maroon and whatever the hell their colors are, they suck, too. I agree. But yeah, I, I yeah. don't know the logo. Like, hey, we need a logo, right? It would be And then hard. you get a logo, and then it's disappointing. It's, it's actually a step yeah, back in the entire. You need to get it right. I think it would be And hard. I'm not sure, by the way. 
I'm not sure the Guardians was the best choice. Because 95% of people outside of Cleveland, and at least half the people inside Cleveland, said, the hell's a Guardian? I'm convinced they did that just so they could keep the I-A-N-S on the There's a school of thought that said that. Yeah, there's a school of thought that said that. D-I-A-N-S. D-I-A-N-S. Yeah, like this, this, most of that sign. They dropped in in and inserted guard. Exactly. (laughs) That's it. Same. But ultimately with the Browns, like, it'd be hard to have a worse logo than just the helmet. Like, I mean. There's no logo. I mean, it's infinity. It's like, it's nothing and everything all at the same time. And then you're changing the colors, adding a little more color to it. You're not changing the name of the team. No, you can't. I actually really like the name Browns. You do? I like the name I Browns. I do, too. I've always liked it, I, I, even though I it like doesn't it. have yeah, meaning, has, really. I know, but, it, like, the first question is, if someone landed here from Mars yeah. and they started looking at sports teams, like, oh, the Cavaliers, that's interesting. The Swashbuckler, yeah. that's cool. Oh, the Redskins. Well, not the Redskins, yeah. but, but oh, the, Cincinnati the Reds? Buccaneers. It, the Reds is a long Saint, time. Saint but Louis that Blues. was short for Red Stockings. Yeah, right. Oh, I like, didn't know that. Like yeah, White so, Sox. But, like, the Browns, I'm sure they were like, and then there's the Cleveland Browns. What's the brown? I mean, What's wouldn't this alien have more important things to focus on? <laughs> well, look, trying to take that's, over the, the that's world. the Cleveland Sports Show hypothetical machine. But you might get in, but you'll yeah. never get By out. By the way, I was thinking for a second, because last week uh, we were talking about how, like, the country's never been more divided. There's yeah. nothing everybody agrees on. And I, for a moment, I was like, well, if we got attacked by people from Mars, maybe we'd all come together. And then I was like, eh, no, what half of us would support the aliens. Half of us would say, let's be nice to them. <laughs> we come on. They're, they're our guests. And the other half would be, you know, we got to destroy them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're, we're a divided group. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We are so, divided. Even that wouldn't. Well, when Earl together, asked but, me this question yesterday, yeah. though, before we go, Earl, I, I did think of something. So, Steve, you just took a shot of the bobblehead, the, the yeah. brown bobblehead over there. Yeah. I was thinking it's, it's just a plain helmet, right? What if they put the helmet on the helmet? And I was like, well, that doesn't work because then it'll just blend right in. Yeah, no. Because the logo what? itself. Well, the logo, if you like look up Brown's logo, it's just the empty Brown's He's saying yeah. put a Brown's And they put the Brown's on helmet. Because I was like, wait, there is nothing on the it helmet. It would look ridiculous. And it would look I was like, it would look stupid. the stupidest thing that in the That would be the way to screw up the logo. Which is, which is how <laughs> yeah, I got into right. my thought process of if you are going to give them a real logo, yeah. you can't screw it up. Like, you cannot no. mess it and, up. And, okay, so on that vein, because I think you're right. Like, you got one like, chance. A, a, imagine, a, and, and I was just going to have, but. Their logo currently is a helmet. Yeah. Imagine a helmet on a helmet. Yeah, the, but, I understand what you're saying. By the way, helmetception. But I, I almost got the sense last year they were trying to force the elf on us as uh, the logo. They were. Yes. They were. But and it didn't quick, work. Well, before you go, hold that yeah. thought. What's up, Real bro? quick, because I, I got to force this read on y'all. Yeah. The 12 o'clock lunch <laughs> hour of UCSS is brought to you by College Racing. As okay. always, the entire you know, second the, hour. The Thank advantage, you, in a way, that the Browns would have if they were creating a logo is that as you said, with the other teams, you know what their name is. Yeah. So you're limited as to what your logo could be. True. The Browns could be any. We could make it anything. They, we could be It could anything. be a dog. It could be an elf. It could be a, a – I could be whatever the hell a, I want. A, a Steelers uh, – a friend of mine who's a Steelers fan. Yeah. Um, He's not a real friend then. No, he, he is. <laughs> um, we disagree on f- uh, football teams of choice. But yeah. he – we had this conversation a couple of years ago, and he said, you know, we talked about it. He always mocks. You know, he's like – and he's also a Penn State fan. So when he would say, "You guys suck," you don't even, you know, the, the, your helmet, you don't know, yeah. you don't have a logo. I'm like, Did you ask about Jerry Sandusky was so, doing these days. <laughs> no, I did not. I don't take that out yeah, on their yeah. fan base. Okay. But you know, I said, well, you, "Your helmet has on it exactly what our helmet has on it," and he said, "Yeah, but at least we know what we are. We're the you know the Nittany Lions." And then, so we've had this long running argument. But then after like two months of not talking about it, he said, "I've got it. I figured it out." I'm like, "What?" He said, "I finally found out your logo." And he sent me the shit emoji. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, very funny. I thought Steelers that's, I thought that's where that. Bo was going. What if they put helmet know. stickers on? 
like Ohio State and Michigan. And, oh, like, that's interesting. Yeah. Brown's like dog stickers. bones or something like By that. By the way, speak. You know what? I I think I'd be for that. By the way, speak, nobody else in the NFL does it. Real quick sidebar. Speak, probably a rule against speaking. It. I bet you didn't expect to hear me say this today. Speaking of the shit emoji, <laughs> there is actually a giant billboard. <laughs> if you're driving on 90 going west out of the city towards, you know, Sandusky I, towards west. Yeah, yeah west, I, saw it. Right. I saw it. There's a roto rooter with a giant shit emoji in the toilet and you know what i think it's a great emo- it's a great advertisement stands out i always remember it you see it and that's you right. remember it and yeah. that's the whole idea yes but i do not want but that on i the don't side want of our that helmet. to be the browns logo yeah, obviously. i don't either the team gets picked on enough but that, you know i do you guys i, I i'm what guessing the, the, what's the sticker idea though i'm guessing the league has a rule against that Probably. you know how their uniformity on everything I, don't I bet like you that. there's. I a think league. that would be very cheesy. I'm with Jay on this one, though. You you get dog bones added to your helmet per your yeah. accomplishments. And, no, and nobody else is doing that on. in the NFL. I know it's a but big that college seems very thing. College. It does I, seem yeah, college, but nobody else is doing it in the NFL. And we, we what, imagine at the end of the year, Deshaun Watson play like crap, and he got like five dog bones. <laughs> <laughs> Us as as people in the media are going to be looking at the Browns helmets, judging the players based off how many dog bones you got on your helmet. Yeah, Anthony Schwartz is hoping that this doesn't become a thing. <laughs> well, did I, it, you know I? Well, uh, forget it. Well, did it, did it Hugh Jackson make him earn the stripe on their helmet? Was that a hard uh, knock? Yeah, that was Hugh. Yeah, Hugh, I think yeah. there was had, a thing uh, where they in the preseason where they just had the white. Yeah, they, yeah, but and the had interesting to, is Hugh is what's known in technical terms as a dumbass. <laughs> And was a lousy <laughs> coach. Terms. And uh, so, why would we want to take anything that he did? No, I, I was just, I was just asking. I mean, I'm not saying you should have like, you stripes down the stripes. helmet, but yeah. What was that? He said they got to earn their stripes. Yeah. That was he. That was he was monster. You got to earn your stripes. Yeah. How'd that work out? Not great. Mm-hmm. All right. Not so, a couple of things we need to get to before we get the final takes, man. Again, this 12 o'clock lunch hour is brought to you by Carlick Racing, Northeast Ohio's uh, NASCAR team. Shout out to Carlick Racing. Uh, we did get a few more super chats in. Okay. Halim Youssef uh, sent another super chat. This, and I assume he was talking about the uh, Major League Baseball rules. Uh, this will make it better for TV viewing, but the in-stadium experience will be worse. You drive 30 minutes, park for 15 minutes, walk in for 20 minutes to, t- to stay two hours, and it's over. It's not worth going to. That's then ridiculous. the April. Bull acts like everyone who hates the MLB changes is nuts. Yet he said Friday that James Earl Jones' speech in the Field of Dreams was the greatest baseball speech, which is about how baseball does not change. Yeah, it's a movie, so what? <laughs> I'm just Bull reading the April, I love you. April, you know I love you. We chat all the time. But uh, you know my – I always give my opinions as if they're facts. Obviously, I don't think they're facts, but – you, we all believe in what we say, right? Do you ever give an opinion and think it's a stupid opinion? Why would you give it if you thought it was a stupid opinion? So let's go. Let's suck it up. Number two, that, that caller saying that you'd only stay for two hours is dumb. Hey, that's the dumbest thing I ever heard. The single dumbest thing you've ever heard? I mean, no, I've heard so many dumb things. First of all, the games are not going to be two hours. The average, the average game time was 3.05 last year, whatever it was. And I think the average so far is like 2.30. So 2.34, I think, is the more. So it's a 30-minute difference. What, you're okay paying for a three-hour game, but not a two-hour, 30-minute game? Basketball's two, hour, two and a half hours. Hockey's two and a half hours. What are you talking about? I, I, I'll tell you there's one difference, okay, in my mind. Yeah. And I'm not supporting that. I'm yeah. not a fan of that. But I do think if I go to a game that's two hours and ten minutes, but I'm the exception. They're not changing this rule for me. I was fine with it at three yeah. hours. If I go to a game that's two hours and 10 minutes, my personal thought on that is I didn't get enough baseball. 
It's that's the same point. amount of baseball. I know it is. I know it is. <laughs> They're cutting but, out downtime. Right, they are. But yeah. uh, to me, I appreciated that downtime. That's part of the cat mouse. Right, but you can have a two-minute, two-hour, ten-minute game. You could have a th- the, the Guardians game. The second game on uh, Friday was like, three hours. Well, you're talking about a guy bull that when they washed out double headers, I was hot about that. Yeah. I used to. My dad only used to take us to double headers. I guess that's it, how much you would say for in the innings, end, Jay. All eighteen innings. In the end, and hope the second game went to extra listen, innings. I'm a that's guy. Easy. That's how I'm I a am. guy who, until the last couple of years, had never left a game early. In the last couple of years, I have. But when, once you have better. kids, it makes it tricky. But excuses. You, <laughs> you are. They're away. not cutting out any game. They're cutting out the downtime. You're no. not losing out See, on any. I, 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 I can argue against that. I got a question. I got a question real quick. When they went, maybe the COVID year, the doubleheaders went seven innings. Right? Yeah. Right. What was your thought? Because I didn't know you back then. Yeah, I hated it. You didn't like the seven I liked innings. It. You I liked hated the seven it. innings for COVID year. I wouldn't do it. Right no, now, yeah. I, I, so, so for obviously, the pe- COVID for the things people, had to change, but I hated it. Yeah. For the people out there and that are saying it's not enough baseball. Do they also hate the seven? I'm assuming they it's hated the, the seven. It's the exact innings. same amount of this baseball. Is, yeah, see, now, I'll argue that it's different. Yeah. That it's not. Yeah. Now, and again, this is nuance, and the average fan doesn't care about this. Yeah. That's why I'm saying these rules changes weren't made for me. Yeah. They were made to get people like Mike to go to more games. Yeah. But for me personally, I have no problem with the pitching changes that were happening. Yeah. You're like, I, I want to go lefty righty. I want to. I, 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 well, but that rule is a couple of years old now at this point. I don't love that rule. I, yeah. I'm talking about all the right. rules changes in general. As for the clock, I I am reserving judgment. I love that games are quicker. I do because I think that's going to benefit the sport. But in the playoffs, when every pitch is magnified and it is so important, because in 162, let's face it, no single pitch is that big. But in the playoffs. Oftentimes, these seventh, eighth, and ninth, in every pitch is a contestant pitch. Yeah, means the game can swing on that pitch. And sometimes, I understand that working slowly is going to bring about better results for some. There's no. And when you reason. put a shot clock to speed it up, what happens when you do your your best work? The teachers would tell me this in school all the time because I always rush through everything. I don't need your fastest work. I need your best work. And I think that Karen Check is a guy, for example. I don't want to see a playoff game decided because a pitcher is running on a treadmill he can't keep up. Jay, with. if he can't get if he can't get that under control after 162 games, then then don't pitch him. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Yeah, well, that's it. That's I mean, all, you have the whole season to adjust to that's it. That's all well and good until yeah. the best pitcher in baseball can't do it. Well, the best pitcher in baseball then, should be used to it if he's that good by the end of the season. Should be. 162 games in. But we're going to see how this affects different I love players it. I love pressure. it. And by the way, if yeah. I, again, I'm different. I wanted the doubleheaders when I was yeah. a kid. I want baseball. I want. I, we're not I removing game, any baseball. We're removing downtime. No, again, you're, what you're removing again. Yeah. There's strategy to throwing over three times in an at-bat. Then you, you may if not. Everybody, if everybody loves it, why do they always boo with that? 
which is stupid. <laughs> Again, these rules changes weren't made for me. They were made for the people that everybody. Now, the home team boos it. Yeah. But when my pitcher is yeah. doing it and I'm at the Guardians game, they're not booing him. No, I know that. But And they're understanding that. Okay, so that's the trying... only baseball you're cutting out. The guy throwing three, four, and right, five times the first base. Bull. There was yeah. a team once upon a time that won a World Series because they stole a game. I, I stole I, a base. Jay, I get what you're saying. In the end, in terms of the amount of pitches, the amount of hits, these things are not changing. There are, in fact, they might even just get better. Yeah, there but might be more you're hits. saying you're not losing any baseball. I'm saying, no, you are. I don't really see it that way. If Dave Roberts is on first base, yeah. and I understand as the Yankees pitcher at the time that I've got their foot on their throat. I've got to keep this runner close yeah. because if he steals this base, who knows what can happen? Well, we saw what happened. Okay, but how does they that would, change in, with these new rules? Because you can't keep runners on. That was, And by the way, that's what uh, Carl and, and Tito said the same thing. You're, you're, the dynamic between base runner and pitcher has changed forever. But that doesn't mean it's less baseball. It just means the dynamics change. It does mean there's less baseball. I can't throw over there if I want to every time I want to throw over there. That's less baseball. So is it a situation So you, the only baseball you're losing, you're losing is throws the first. I no, you guys, no. Are, you guys are both right. You're, you're losing some competitive – like part of playing – it'd be like you know, when they play speed chess, I don't play chess, so yeah, I don't really understand you're only losing this. throws the first. That's it. No, you're also losing – the time that a pitcher may but, want to take between pitches. But, is, but nobody is – when you when people – that's not what people are complaining about, time between pitches. What people, people are, are complaining, complaining about I, now, only, I only watch for 220 instead of 240. That, it's not a – in that 220 to 240, you're essentially not losing any game play. And who wanted to do the You're losing downtime. Did you want to? Or did no, we're out of time. He's good. Shoot. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah, yeah, we got time. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead I, 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 I didn't want to miss it because we don't do them very often. And I want to complain especially. about some stuff. Well, like, get it off your and chest. I, I have to get this off my chest as the okay. voice of God today. <laughs> Guys, I don't travel that much. I haven't traveled since before COVID, at least on a plane. What is the point of a booking site? And I'm not going to name the specific ones I was using yesterday, no, but they won't take your credit card. I found my flight. I found my hotel. I went to book everything, and I had to go to a different website. I had to go to the hotel and the airline's website to book it. I've never had a problem with to that. To take my credit card, and I was so pissed. Were you putting it, it in? Never in three hours. You were putting it in incorrectly, you Anthony. Screwed I, up, I, I used oh, no, all no, booking no, sites. No, no, I put everything in right. I even Mention called the name customer of the site. support. What was that? Mention the name of the site. Yeah, go ahead. No, 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 because if they sponsor us, I'm going to hype them up. I don't care. I, I have no shame. <laughs> I, I mean, I've no, never had that happen. I, I have used, to believe I, I was stressed yesterday. No offense to Anthony, but I can't see how this was not his mistake. I, listen, I told when Anthony told me that this morning, I was like, Anthony, something's got to be up because I showed him how. But you know what? I trust Anthony. I believe in Anthony. Wait, Anthony, I, if look, you say it didn't I, work. I thought it was me, too. I tried three different cards. I called my support on my it, Capital One card. I called the support of the website. Everybody was like, I don't know. It's just not working. Well, I mean, they, it's a website. That's the only way they can do business. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm just, uh, what's the point of them? Just go to the spot. I'm with I'm, Bull, and I, I, just I, I to hate complain. to be critical, yeah. but you've been known to hit the wrong keystroke a time or two. Hey, real quick, the chat said Bull wanted us to name drop all so long. <laughs> You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. 
Download the Amazon Music app today.